0: But my... And sometimes I soar
1: of the wind tonight. Welcome you to the house of the Lord. Just gonna have some time of worship and invite Brother Stephen to come shortly. Looking forward to another expectation of what God is gonna do in our midst. Amen. Amen. Let's just sing that song, Break Every Chain. There's a bride rising up. There's an army rising up. Is that you? That's me. There's power in the name of Jesus. Oh, there is power.
0: Break every chain. There's a bright, and there's a i okay.
1: peace to cover us tonight let's just turn to prayer ask brother murphy if you would just come and open the service in a word of prayer Brother murphy if you have a need let it be known lift up your hand lift up your heart we heard about faith over the weekend let your faith be ignited tonight amen let's bow our head dear heavenly
2: father lord and it was such a such a privilege that we can have a place to gather together, Lord. There are many places, maybe gather together into the same type with the similar building. But, Lord, this is a special place, Lord, because there is a people that love you, there's a people willing to sacrifice them whole self and put it on the altar in order for God ascending fire to consume us. Lord, it's a special place because we believe the word in this hour that you have a to Lord. It's not just merely men's word, but it's the Lord, it's the voice of a God that we can hear that with our face because we know that the face come by hearing, hearing the word of a God. How, we, how wonderful it is this, Lord? It can bring it to such a clarity. Lord, it was your servants. So Lord, we gather together to give you all the praise. We gather together to give you all the honor. Lord, for the great things that you've done among us. Lord, for the things that you're sending to the word. Lord, to, to cure the disease, to, to deliver to the people. Then to speak love in our heart. Let the light shine into the darkness. Lord, so that they cannot be bound to it again. Lord, we thank you for giving us the freedom. We thank you for giving us the liberty so that we can worship you. Can say we love you. Come from the bottom of our heart. It's not that people try to teach us to do that. But Lord, it just wells it up from our own heart. To say we love you because you love us first. We thank you, Lord. Lord, as we dedicate ourselves for service, Lord, may you tonight use of servanthood again. Lord, we dare now to take it as a light day because every time when our God coming down to speak to our heart, you will be a special event, Lord. You will be at the time in that we gather together, put our face, bind together to let a word take it a hold it in our heart so that a word is not merely just some letter on the pages, but it jump out from the pages and to live it inside of us. We give you all the glory and honor, Lord. Lord, if there's anyone that hasn't Really receive you, Lord, and may the presence of God even that is a moment that to go to those person, Lord. No matter they're here in a sanctuary or this is going to hear this service from the internet, Lord. I just pray that the same atmosphere that is here may the same atmosphere to be with them also. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we ask you to do mighty work tonight as we give ourselves to you, Lord, and may we have the year to hear your word may we have a heart to to receive your word as you as your servant the Belly badly we are so appreciate him lord has the bring of the word in such a in with the, such a revelation lord lord i ask you to reveal that of the word to our heart we pray for revelation more than anything else this is the time that we need this type of a revelation lord so that the word can be solid it can anchor in our face that is solid in your word so that nothing that a storm can move us. Lord, we commit ourselves into your hand and ask in Jesus' name,
1: amen. May have your seats? A couple announcements for the Ethan. You ready for your special? No? Yes? Okay. If you can get ready for your special, that'd be great. Um, We just have an announcement. There will be a meeting, a music meeting for all musicians and singers on Thursday, September 28th at 6.30. So make a note of that. Put it on your calendars. A music meeting here at the church. All musicians, all singers, anybody involved with music, anybody involved that sings. Thursday, September the 28th at 6.30 p.m. So the meeting will be Zoomed for those who cannot physically attend. um, But more information will follow. We also have a couple greetings here. We want to welcome Brother Sito and Sister Sarah Dykstra. Good to have you guys here. God bless you. you got to stand. If you haven't been here in a while. You have to stand. God bless you. And we also want to welcome uh, my cousin, my aunt's niece, Angel, all the way from Dominica. So welcome to the house of God. You can stand so everyone can welcome you.
3: Um, wow, there's so much people. <laughs> um, I just want to give the Lord thanks for um, guiding my footsteps and bringing me here to be with you guys. Um, I think one of the I'm sorry, I think one of the most touching things is when the Lord leads you in a direction and um, you obey, and then he comes back around and he confirms that uh, that it was him. And um, just throughout the job, throughout the days I've been here and stuff, it's just time after time after time after time he's just been doing that for me because i 'm i 'm one of those people that need like hundred and fifty thousand confirmations before i before i 'm like, okay, maybe it is the lord so, so just I just having my uh my gideon moment where i 'm like, Lord, just just once more, just once more and uh and he comes back around and confirms it again so i just I just really want to say thank you Tam um And I would love if you guys would sing with me. It's a really simple song. I gave Tommy the words if you have it. Um, If not, it's okay. (laughs) I'll just sing it myself.
4: When the new day begins Lord your mercies are new again How my heart overflows With thanks to my King When the night closes in I'm so grateful Lord, I believe, Lord, I believe. Let's try it again. I want you guys to sing with me. When the new day begins, Lord, your mercy your mercies are new again. How my heart overflows with thanks to my King. you will do all your promises are true i will lift up my eyes to you my heart starts to fail lord your strength will prevail and all you have said you will do your promises are true All you have said you will do, your promises are true.
1: Hey man, Brother Ethan, welcome to Colorado Byway. Way. Hey. It's good to have you. Just turn the service now to Brother Stephen Abali. You ready for the word? Yeah. Amen. We'll sing, "I shall forever lift my eyes to Calgary. Amazing grace shall always be my song of praise."
0: Amazing grace shall always be.
5: Greet you in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I think we can resume our seats for a while. And um, this is my last service here. Uh, and I appreciate God for you people giving my ministry an opportunity. You know, without you people, we don't have a ministry. And um, I want to appreciate Brother Tom for giving me this opportunity to be here. And um, he's a great man. Yeah. You've got a great pastor. You know, Brother Branham talks about great men. They make you feel like you are the great man. And that's exactly what your pastor does. He makes you feel like you can preach some. Thank you, Brother Tom. And uh, before we really get into the service, you know how we struggle when we are coming down here. Uh, From the time he dropped me at the hotel, I was hardly, you know, done with what I wanted to share. So if there is anybody that needs your help and prayer tonight, it's me. Amen. So um, before we start, I've got a little piece, a clip, a greeting from Brother Fred that uh, has been sent over to you and piece of his testimony and what he's doing in the ministry. Uh, I think we can start with that for now. Yeah, If we can have it
6: in the last days hallelujah I will send you the prophet and turn your hearts from denominations back of the bible truth Christian greetings to all of you, you ask, may the lord bless you this is Pastor Frederick Chiengi, Patrick from Uganda, Seta Eagles Church. Mm-hmm. I would like to take this opportunity uh, to thank God for all what is going on here in Uganda and around the world, especially what God started some five years ago for us what we can call the awakening of the bride in uganda uh, i always refer to what is going on in the bible on uh, the book of joel chapter one verse from three to four where the bible says in the book of joel tell your children of it and let your children tell their children and their children another generation the Bible says that in verse 4, that which the palm worm has left, the locust has eaten. That which the locust has left, the canker worm has eaten. And that which the cankerworm has left, the caterpillar eaten. But when you go in Joel chapter 2, verse 25, you will find out that God says, Give the promise, I will restore to you the years that we are eaten by the palm worm, the canker worm, the locust. What we are seeing going on now here in Uganda, that's where I can refer to it too, because uh, surely it is not the hand of any man in Uganda or any person around the world that can cause this to happen. I only give the glory and honor unto the Lord Jesus Christ, who purposed us to be witnesses of what is going on, where thousands of people are coming to Christ, and a number of people are believing this message where at times we find ourselves that we we cannot even satisfy the demand. Uh, Just to mention but a few, only this year the testimonies are many. number of baptisms have been done. People have been baptized in hundreds and hundreds coming from denominations because Whenever we, have, we tell them, and it is revealed to them, that they have been, though they have been calling themselves Pentecostals, and it, but now, when we reveal what they, what they call Pentecostal, that it is civil Catholicism, they are still under the, bond, the bondage of a Catholic Church, Catholic doctrines, documents and decrees. These people, they surrender to the message of the hour, as was given to us, according to the book of Malachi, for chapter 4, chapter 5, and verse, chapter four, verse 5, up to 6, that I will send you a letter, the prophet, before the coming of the great and beautiful day of the Lord, and uh, restore the hearts of the children back to their fathers. When I see what is going on, like uh, now we have extended up to Southern Massacre, in areas like Maogola, uh, areas of uh, Kasanda, that is in eastern east-southwest, Uganda, areas of Bukuya. A number of baptisms have been done there in different localities. Where even up to now we have the calls, which at times we fail to fulfill or respond to due to the limited resources, as I can say. Uh, we also had baptisms in the areas of Kayunga district. Places like uh, Chirima Ampocha. Those are peas, Chirima Ampocha. They are just peas. So, uh, it's a place where maybe they were growing peas, uh, peanuts. So, it is called Chirima Ampocha. In Welo, there was also a massive baptism this year. Uh, in a place like Chienge uh, and the other places of where we have been going there frequently. Uh, not, uh, to also, we have been with other meetings. You see, uh, when these people, after baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we don't just leave them as they are. I just like to inform you that after telling them the gospel, giving them the books, we do like a poor dad did in the Book of Acts and in Barnabas. They went back of the people they preached to to find out how they are upon the Book of Acts as you read there. Also, we are now starting the get-together meetings. In this year, we had a big gathering. It was like a, an overnight because uh, people of the town of Rueo, most of them are employed in some areas where they cannot be allowed to move around during the day or to move from the jobs during that day. So we organized an overnight meeting and a number of people came, hundreds of people came. We had a place at Ngogoro. This, place, this meeting was so big to the extent that our machines even did not satisfy those ones who stayed outside and in the neighborhoods even. We had a meeting, also another big meeting at Santa Egos Church that was around January this year. We had another big meeting at Ibukuya. That is the sea. Sorry, Ibukuunja. It's not Ibukuya. It is Ibukuunja. That is around the sea area. The place is called the sea. Near the seasaw of Lake Victoria. The lake shores shore of Victoria. The soars of Lake Victoria. Our meetings in Namagera also was there. That is as you are going to eastern Uganda. But not yet reached uh, Ginger area. We had also a big meeting there. Uh, Our pastors' meetings, those are monthly, as you know, dear brothers or listeners. Our pastors' meetings, they always are monthly because in these ones, that's where we get to know more about the message of the hour through preaching of different ministers even also in those pastors meetings some pastors they bring their fellow pastors who are not yet changed converted the message of the hour and good enough god has done great works for us miracles to us where even in these pastors meetings the visitors at times they end up going to the river pond to be baptized this century we had an asian here in uganda it is abnormal especially people from foreign countries where they can come and again be converted. This is a man from India, has been a minister in Pentecostal churches but when he received this, he was also much pulled and he decided to surrender Christ Jesus. As you will see in the pictures, he also decided to surrender the message of the hour. However, there are many of many challenges we are facing in this, as people are gaining, going on, adding on, as the Bible says in the book of Acts, chapter two, verse forty seven, that when they praised the Lord, they were in one accord, God added a number of those who were going to get saved. At times we fail to commence the meetings due to the improper structures. Some areas in different localities we want them to get together and we commence digging meetings where they are all ministers come together, but at times we fail because there are no proper structures which can accommodate us all. Like recently we tried to put some things in a place called the Bakata, that is Mabida area. But we were also troubled with the storm, the rains. So the structures are not there but people want to gather, so the meeting didn't go on smoothly. Uh, to me, to, I cannot give all the testimonies now, but I just want to send uh, to all to appreciate people who have stood with us around the world, especially through Brother Tim Dodd. Brother Tim is now, I will call him a Ugandan, because always his heart is in Uganda and has done all his best see that we move on with this revival, with with this work we are doing in the Lord. Brother Tim has done tirelessly to see that we every church at least gets some books, message books, at least they can get a Bible, or they can get the seven church ages and other messages of Brother Branham. We thank you, God bless you, Brother Tim, and we thank all the people that working behind him to see that we avail. These people is the message of God. I'd like also to thank God for my elder brother. Uh, Most of the times I call him my mentor, that is Pastor Stephen Ibarra. This brother of mine has done a great work in me, especially, you see, uh, in Uganda here we have a saying that the the, the elder bird teaches the younger bird to fly. Sometimes when I get stuck, I hit a snugger somewhere. In the message of the hour, I want to know more. There are some complicated questions. At times I run to him. Many are called, few are chosen. To decide it is not for us, it is for the Lord. Please support the work, pray for us, and let us continue working to work together. May the Lord bless you. Shalom. I'm Chingi Patrick Frederick of Ego's Church Seta, Kampala, Uganda.
5: God bless you. That's Brother Fred is a very busy man. <laughs> so um, just pray for me tonight that if there is something to say, the Lord himself will say it. Let's stand up and get our Bible in the book of Genesis, chapter 12. Yeah. yeah, but before we read, let us serve a word of prayer. Precious Heavenly Father. We are always so humbled Each time We come before your presence Lord What would we do If you didn't send us A prophet in this age He has taught us how to walk In the Lord He left behind A message for us A message which is building us into the stature of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, each time we open our Bibles, we come together like this, our hearts yearn to hear from you. Father, that even if it's the same old things we've heard, we just keep praying, Lord, that you may say them in such a way that they may bless us again. We thank you, Father, for the saints in this locality and for the way you've used them. Thanking you, Father, for the ministry and, Father, how they've got the burden for souls. I pray, Father, that you may bless them. We are getting into a very blessed moment where we believe, Father, that you are going to speak to us. I pray, Father, that it may be you to speak to your own people. Father, I pray that you may speak with such a meaning that, Father, the people may feed from your table in a special way. I've committed this service into your hands, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. So, we turn to the book of Genesis chapter 12 And verse 1 Now the Lord said unto Abraham Get thee out of thy country And from thy kindred And from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee And I will make of thee a great nation And I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing and i'll bless them that bless thee and curse him that curses thee and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed may the lord that blessing the reading of his word and let's just be seated so today i want to take some few moments and speak my last service with you on Abram the blessing. Abram the blessing. Now, to begin with, Adam was God's blessing to the entire creation. But when he fell, nature fell with him. Okay? So he was a blessing because God had taken a piece of himself and built a body around that piece. And he called it Adam. It was in his nature. It was in his likeness. And, uh, you know, that supernatural part around which flesh was built was what we call The germ of life. So literally, seed is the storage of life. That's the only way you can, you know, store life. God stores life in the seed. And this seed, you know, normally talks about plant life. But it's exactly the same principle when we come to speak about the gene, the human gene. So a seed, in a way, is the book of life. When you have a seed and you don't seem to understand what it is, on the inside of it is written all the laws concerning it. You just look for good ground, put that seed in the ground, it's going to repeat the story about itself just exactly like the parent seed was. So by Adam, God was going to seed the earth with his own life, replenish and build a kingdom because he was the seed of life here on earth. So a seed bears attributes of its parentage, And so did Adam He was the life of God on earth. Amen. Amen. But when Adam fell, he became all flesh and took the nature we refer to as the carnal nature. He was just flesh and blood, that's all. So God chose Abraham based on grace to start the process of a new race. Amen. So the life of Abraham then played a prophetic shadow. Amen. In this shadow, we see the unfolding of life that was originally supposed to be in that seed. And you see, God plays it up in shadows first. In the shadow, we see the unfolding of this life. And we see, you know, Isaac playing the shadow of Christ on the cross on Mount Moriah. Amen? Then out of Isaac comes Israel. Out of there then comes Judah. And then all through comes David the king. So the line continues till a shadow brought forth the manifestation of the seed of Abraham, which is Christ himself. So Christ, according to scripture then, is the true seed of Abraham. Brother Branham Wayne is explaining he that is true. You know, it's not really the shadows. It's right back into the very image that was supposed to be. He was a true witness that emerged from the shadows. Amen. And so I will make of thee, a great nation. This is what God is telling Abraham. And I'll bless thee, and I'll make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. It's one thing for Abraham to be blessed, but it's another for Abraham himself to be a blessing. And the blessing of all the families of the earth. So to be blessed, is to find favor before God in multiple ways. Sometimes when we talk about blessing, people are talking about money. But you see, a blessing cannot be an evidence that goes on both sides. We can never be as rich as the guys of this world are. So we are not talking about monetary blessing. We are talking about finding favor. You see, that's the only true blessing that we as Christians can talk about is talking about what the world cannot touch. That's what the blessing is. So to Adam, the blessing was a divine nature that could be fruitful, that could multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, and exercise dominion over all creation. When he created him, he blessed him. Yeah. You understand what I mean? But the greatest blessing to Abraham was in Genesis. And Christ testifies of it. He says, your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. And he saw it and was glad. That's the greatest blessing. When Abraham saw the day of the Lord, when he stood out there in Genesis chapter 14, and all comes Melchizedek. You see what I mean? It was a very great blessing. This is the day, you know, because this is the day of man. As the prophet says, it's the day that the works by the knowledge of man is glorified. The day of the Lord shall come, and that's what Abraham saw. (laughs) He says, your father Abraham rejoiced, he saw my day. Amen. And I think the greatest blessing that any of us can ever experience is when we see the Lord. That's the greatest blessing. It changes everything. You see? You know, he, he saw King Theophane That rises after the day of man is over. He meets him after the slaughter of the kings of this world. And then King Theophane blesses Abram saying, Blessed be Abram of the most high God, possess of heaven and earth. Amen. Amen. So he just passed a blessing to him. It was an open check. Amen. So now that was an open check for Abraham, as I said. And the testimony stands that the Lord blessed Abraham in all things. That's a very wonderful thing. A blessing, as I said, is to find favor in, before God in all things. In all the undertakings When you go in you are blessed When you go out you are blessed When you are with your family you are blessed When you are at work you are blessed You are finding favor Regardless of the situations that go with us We shall always find peace that surpasses all understanding Because God has chosen to bless you Because you are the seed of Abraham Amen. I will take you to Genesis here. Uh, you know, uh, Genesis chapter 35 verse 9. And God appeared unto Jacob again. When he came out of Padanaram and blessed him. He met him and then blessed him. No man ever finds or meets God and goes without taking a blessing with him. If you have met Christ as your personal savior, I want to say tonight that you are blessed. Praise the Lord. And God said to him, listen, he's now pronouncing a blessing upon Jacob. He says, thy name is Jacob. Thy name shall not be called any more Jacob, but Israel shall be thy name. And he called his name Israel. Apart from Abraham, who got an open check, and the Bible says, And God blessed Abraham in all things. Whenever God blesses a man, he pronounces that blessing upon him. Listen. He is Jacob meeting him and he says, hey, now I'm going to give you a name change. And I said the other day here that a name speaks about character. Are you together with me? You see, you know the scripture says, and she was called Eve because. And he was called Jacob because. In the Old Testament, whenever there is a giving of names, it is always underlined because. So a name is the hiding of character. It doesn't matter whether good character or bad character, the name identifies that character. So he's now telling Jacob that all along you've been a supplanter. But now that you have come in my presence, I'm changing the nature that you had, and I want to give you the nature of God. I want you to become a a new creation. I want you to become a new character. I want you to become my own prince. And he gave him a name which identified him as a prince with God. So in the Bible, as I've said, the name characterizes you. And Brother Branham says we should always be careful what names we give our children. Because we are imparting a character upon them. Didn't Jesus say that I came in my Father's name? I came under the character of my Father. He that has seen me has seen the Father. Amen? He was the declaration of what the Father was. Praise the Lord. So he comes down here in John chapter 17 verse 6. And he says, I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou gavest me out of the world. To say, I have manifested thy name. It's like... You know, when you think a name is just something that identifies you, a sound, maybe like Brother Tom, maybe Brother Ed, you know, how can you manifest that sound? But he says, I have manifested thy name, he's trying to say, I have come down. To manifest your character before the children that you have given me. So the blessing of God is access to what the rest of the world cannot touch. And that's finding favor with God. It's touching those heavenly blessings in Christ Jesus to flow your way. And then through you to others. You see, when God blesses you, you cannot become a pond of dead water. When God blesses you, you know you are supposed to live for others. You are supposed to bless the people. You see what I mean? So, a blessed man is a channel of blessing. Yes, sir. Listen here the blessings of Abraham. Galatians chapter 3, verse 14, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. He was not a pond. He was a flowing river. Out of you shall flow rivers of living water. When I find access and I fill your soul then I don't become a dormant at on the inside. I find ways of flowing out. You see, when we become believers and come to church, We do not come to become dormant, uh, uh, some kind of substance on the inside. We come on here to find our positions in Christ and see how we can become a blessing to the church. He says the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Christ Jesus that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So the same blessing of Abraham that Isaac, Jacob, and the patriarchs shared in has now poured out over to the Gentiles by way of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13, he says, In whom he also trusted, after that ye he heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also that after that you believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. After ye believed Christ, yes. the Word of truth, yes. ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit, who is both. Content and executor of divine promises. <laughs> you see, what we have received as return of our faith is something that is active and is alive. Amen. And flows. The blessing of God is not some kind of a, 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 a philosophy of some kind. It's a living manifestation of the living God which must flow through a person to manifest your favor and be able to share in the favor that God has given you. Amen? So in Christ, the Gentiles... Are uh, he heirs to the blessing of Abraham, and they do not only inherit those blessings, but they are channels to share out the life of Abraham to others. Amen. Amen. So you are here by election like Abraham, and you are in the mind of God before the foundation of the world, but you had to wait for the season of manifestation, and this is your season. Amen. You could not come in the days of Luther. You had nothing to share out then. But now that you come at this time, God has filled you with the blessing that he wants the seed of Abraham to share in. Okay? So I want maybe to take you down here to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. He says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who has not will, but has. He didn't bless you yesterday. Abraham was not blessed the day he understood. Abraham was always a blessing. We've always been a blessing. But it makes the difference when we realize that we are a blessing. He says, Who has blessed us with all? Not now any physical blessings where Ishmael had the ability to share in, but we are talking about the blessing of Abraham. Amen? Which is finding favor with God. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Yes. Now he's not saying in Christ Jesus. But he's saying in Christ way back into eternity before that Christ had become flesh. He says that we have always been blessed. So blessed us not with some, but with all spiritual blessings. You see, this now is a blessing which is an open check to the body, not to the individual. To Abraham, he was the potent He was the potent blessings. It was an open check. He was a seed that was being planted. And out of the seed comes many seeds, but all these seeds have got the same life. So out of Abraham comes a body. And this body here shares in the open check of blessings. There is no one who has it all. Praise the Lord. So the same way he blessed Abraham, the individual, is the same way he blesses the entire body of believers. He says, blessed us, not blessed me. Come on now. Blessed us, meaning that we tap into the blessing of Abraham. And what's this blessing of Abraham? The blessing of Abraham is a nature. That God had imparted to Adam, and when Adam transgressed and lost it, then he has to work it back through Abraham. Amen. Amen. This means there is no one who was a monopoly to these blessings because they are passed to the entire body. Without me in my season, the blessing is not complete. We serve a God who does not have duplicates. All the way from Adam, all the way back again to the last seed that is going to be manifested, God does not repeat himself. Amen. So you need to realize that you are special. God has designed you in a special way. And now he designs you that way so that you may fit in the scripture that every joint supplies. Amen. Yes. <laughs> If you do not pass out that blessing, the body is not complete. I do not know what God has blessed you with. To some, there are those that can pray. To some, there are those that can preach. To some, there are those who can show mercy. To some, whatever God has given you, you must have the ability to contribute to the body. Amen. That's why there cannot be a health competition. You say, you know, this is a health competition. You are not competing with anybody because God does not have duplicates. You are the original design in the body of Christ. (laughs) Praise the Lord, you know? So there's nothing like a health competition. Everybody has a unique portion in this inheritance. So, before there was a foundation of the world, God knew that Brother Tom would someday, at a certain point, become a pastor of this assembler. You know, he had to pass that way, and he comes to his manifestation and uh, be able to contribute. Brother Tim, God knew him. And he says, at a certain particular time, I'm going to make you a missionary. He didn't know that. You see what I mean? Yeah. So he knew the season and the area and gives every one of us to reach the elect. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, you know, he has blessed us, not me. Us. with all spiritual blessings so the body lacks nothing if ever body stands in his position we can be able to supply praise the Lord so every one of us is you know a, a, a special calling before God you just need to stand and say Lord who am I in the body Amen. You can't be me as I can't be you, yet both of us are a great unveiling in this body. There is something that we play. There is something that we, we, we pass over to another. Praise the Lord. So that blessing is the part of God that makes me a minister. Amen. Amen. Therefore, you know, nobody can take my position. That's why I, I, I cannot suffer trying to protect my zone. You see what I'm talking about? Nobody can take it. There can be an imitator, but they can only be an original me will always be one. That's why we should not neglect the assembling of ourselves together because everyone is responsible for passing on a leak of fire to another. Amen? Amen. Amen. Every leak of fire has got a totally different attribute from the other. Amen? If you are a bright candle, don't extinguish those which are dim because they also contribute to the light. Praise the Lord, Brother Branham says. A lot of people like tries to make him a seer or so a come on a house, but he isn't. God is a God of variety. He is a variety, and to His people are a variety, and He makes it all to His pleasure. He makes Peter and the poor apostles, both of them but they totally operate totally different from one another i break the variety of god if i try to make you me you break the variety of god when you try to make somebody think like you practice like you you see if everybody or every member of the body if now all these members here try to become this hand. How awkward would the body be? You see what I mean? Yeah, but you see, we are all connected to an intelligence which is Christ. And so now the intelligence which is Christ begins to command the movement of the body. The intelligence knows when you are hungry and who should step in. There is no fright in the body. If every body stands in its own position, every joint will certainly supply. Amen. Praise the Lord. Ah, it shows us a God of variety. He made you in a variety, brother Branham says. Some men are real blusterous and some are real dogmatic and others are fine, others are kind, and you just find all different kinds of people and he in his kingdom. So, you know, you cannot say have that brother he's necessary in his own way. Amen. God is eternal. And has designed his bride with an eternal mind. And we look at things based on God's eternal mind. Amen. We were in him before the foundation of the world. And we were manifested to think like a God and act like a God. You see? Because this mind here, he actually, you know, Dictates to the body. You know, there is a work for the foot, there is a work for the hand, there is a work for the eye. You cannot take everything that belongs to the body and pack it on yourself. Everybody has a part. And when you stand in your part, that's when you can be a blessing. Amen. We are eternal, as I said. That's what the Bible teaches. You see? If you are eternal, now, in John chapter 5, verse 24, he says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me has everlasting life. He's not saying that you will have eternal life because you have believed. You have believed because you have eternal life. Yeah. And all that were in him before the foundation of the world, he placed particular attributes on inside of these people. So you hear and believe because you've got eternal life. Yeah. Except for the flesh. I want to make this statement here that you are eternal on the inside. And anybody that's not eternal on the inside cannot believe this message and abide in it. He cannot. Are you together with me? Yeah. Lot was not part of it. The moment he gets into the land, he wants to get out of it. He had no position in there. (laughs) Praise the Lord. So I therefore want to use this opportunity to pick ourselves from eternity tonight and bring ourselves into time to be a blessing. Okay. Brother Branham says, there is only one form of eternal life and that comes from God. And if ordained a creature that would ever have it, Just as you were the gene in your father, you was a gene in God. One of his attributes to begin with, or you never be there. You come forth in the bedding ground of your mother and your father didn't know you. You were in his loins. And when you come forth, In the bedding ground of the mother, then you become a human being and are made in the image of your father. Now you can fellowship with him and the same thing by God if you got eternal life. Amen. See, the life that you come in the natural life, physical life, that was by your father. And the only way you can come born again is the only way is, it has to be from your heavenly father. His attributes. You are here because your name was placed on the Lamb's book of life before the foundation of the world. Amen. You are a gene, a spiritual gene, out of your heavenly Father, a part of God's Word. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every one of us is a fulfillment of a part of Scripture. We do not come down here to disorganize Scripture. We come here to identify ourselves with Scripture. Because we come from God, there is a certain life that should flow through us, and that this life becomes a blessing to all the parts of the body, amen, praise the Lord, so you are a part of that eternal life called Zoe, and you are a part of the Lamb's book of life, your name was written in heaven, amen, Your nature and likeness was written in heaven. When we say your name is in the Lamb's book of life, it means that the character you bear is the character of the Lamb. That's what it means. Having a name in the Lamb's book of life, meaning that the life of the Lamb flows through you as a form of character. Praise the Lord. So when, Brother Branham says, was your name put in the Lamb's book of life? He says, when the Lamb was slain before the foundation of the world, when God was Jehovah Elohim, the self-existence one. Way back there, you were blessed with all spiritual blessings in Christ in heavenly places. Praise the Lord. But that's the part that's blackened to you because you bypass your theophany. But deep down on the inside, there is always a deep calling to the deep. Something on the inside there tries to back on you, saying that actually you are not part of this civilization. You come from a super civilization. Amen. It makes you love a God that you have never seen. Praise God. Because deep down on the inside there, you are being connected to the real you. Peter says, whom having not seen, ye love in whom though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Meaning you are a divine attribute meaning that you are connected back to your Father by something supernatural. You can never come to love and serve God by your human conscience. That one there is the nemathe with God, the Bible says. If you are going to walk the walk of eternal life, there must be a seed on the inside, there must be a character, there must be a likeness, there must be an image of God that dictates to your desires. Amen. So he says to be a son of God, you are to be in him always. The gene of your life, spiritual life tonight was in God. The father before the foundation, even before there was even a molecule. And you are nothing but the manifestation of the gene of life that was in God as a son of God. (laughs) Hallelujah. So in plain language, as the prophet says, the true bride of Christ was in the mind of God eternally, though not expressed until each of us comes to a designated, decreed season. As each member came forth, it became expressed and took its position in the body. That's now in the land. You have been baptized by the Holy Ghost. You have entered into your land. And then in the land, Abram had nothing to do but just to submit to the leadership of the Holy Ghost. So you bypass your theophany to come here and take your position in the body to express the part of God that you are. That's what you are here for. You are not here to pick on brother so-and-so, to pick on sister so-and-so. You are here to find your position and then flow a river of life so that you can bless the rest of the crops on the vineyard because you are manuring them. You are passing. You are a, a river of life that flows out. You are blessing the people. You know many times we desire to be blessed, but then the better thing is if we can be able to flow that blessing and share it with the rest of the people. So every attribute of God comes through the channel to be tested, to build character, and express the part of God that you are. Every one of us comes forth to express your eternal you. Amen? Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I unto thee. You are testifying like Peter. You are saying, I've got something that cannot just get stagnated on the side. You see, I'm not a broken cistern that you pour and then it pours out, you pour and it pours out. You know, a river is purposed. It goes to contribute to the entire water body. They've got their channels and they flow. All these waters communicate across the world. Are you together with me? Yeah. So every attribute operates on the principle of such as I have. Amen. Brother Branham says, in the beginning God was not even God. He was the great eternal, and in there was attributes. Attributes was his thoughts, and he became a word like this. A thought expresses a word. A word expresses a thought, and then remember, if you ever was in God's thinking, you'll always be there. If you got eternal life, you are the expression or the attribute of his thought of his age, of this age. You see what I mean? So, you are coming here to be the expression of the mind of God. On the principle that God works by human embodiment, we become the expression of God's great thoughts. To think like a God, to love like a God, to have compassion like a God, to have long suffering with one another like a God, so that the church can be replicated, that we may not have friction in here, but every joint must supply. You come out to be a support where you must be a support. You come out and proffer brother so and so in the time of need. You come out to hold Moses' hand in the times of battle. You don't come here to cause friction. You come here to become a support. You are supplying. Praise the Lord. So we don't serve. You know, we we are here. We don't come down here to dismiss one another. Oh, what has that one have to do? We don't serve a dismissing God. We serve a God who says, I'll leave the 99 and go for that one lost one there. You see, you must supply, you must go for your brother. Praise God. So, you know, you are an attribute of your father. The germ of life lies on the inside of you. Amen. Amen. So, let us look at it this way. You know, like uh, John, Peter, and James. All these men under the same apostolic ministry, but their deliverance was totally different from one another. We can never be the same. Yet each member in the body helps the body to blend. You see, it's like, you know, the bonds. That way in the valley of Ezekiel. It had first of all from bone to bone. Then the news come on. And then the life come on and then it become a a greater man. We can never be part of the church by playing in video. No, this is a body. I don't care. I'll stay home. I'll listen to my tape. God doesn't work like that. You must be part of a church body and be able to supply. Amen? So let us just learn to yield to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Let us just learn to honor one another. He wants us that way. He's a God of variety. What I am. Just learn to appreciate it. You see, we can never be the same. You can never, we, in Africa, you've got churches that put on uniforms. Yeah, because they believe God is holy, white, and so you find them putting on all this kind of white stuff because they think that's the way God works. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You see, just accept. You know, we can never be the same. The mannerisms that you sometimes look at, like this brother here, he holds his trouser maybe high up here, and then you make, you know, those things are nothing. We are not dealing with this. It is something deep down on the inside which makes the brotherhood. <laughs> Praise the Lord. When he takes the individual through child training, the challenges, will make us. You see, you learn to focus on greater things than the smaller things. You just learn that is a God of variety. You come to learn that the churches can never be the same. Yeah, even local churches. You look at the local churches in Asia Minor, they were totally different. Everyone different from the other. You see? So, accept who you are and learn to appreciate the God of variety. Learn that you are a blessing to the body. Let me take this uh, little angle here in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 5. I don't want to keep you so much again like I did last time. Ephesians 4, 5, he says, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all, who is above all, and through all, and in you all, but much as he is all in all, he has gifted us differently. Amen? Amen? Verse 7, he says, but unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. So everybody has been given something to contribute to the body. Your gift is not greater than the other man's gift. Before God, You know when they were taking back the returns of the talent, (laughs) the appreciation was the same. For the one who returned another five and the other one who returned another two. God is not looking at volumes. God is looking at faithfulness. (laughs) To whatsoever little Gift you feel you got, it has got a purpose in the body of Christ. Amen? So, there is another class of gift here, as we continue, verse 8 here, it says, which is the gift unto men. Uh, Verse 8. Wherefore, he says, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive to and gave gifts unto men. Amen. These gifts here was a way in nature. God builds these men, and then makes them a gift to the church. He can gift them to the church. They can be pastors. One in Edmonton, one in Kelowna, uh, Del, one in Toronto. But you see, the way they are going to work is totally different from one another. God is looking at the challenges that they go through in their local areas. You cannot feel thirsty and then they are pumping you with oily foods. It will not help you. It will make you more thirsty. So you find that where this man here is so thirsty... You mean hungry? They are just pumping him with water. It will not help. So different churches have different challenges and God gives these men as gifts to meet those needs. Amen? When he comes down at verse 11, he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. (laughs) They are ordained for their positions. God builds them in a certain way that they are able to supply and watch over the flock. For example, if they are pastors, but then the way they are giving their service is totally applicable to where God has sent them to work. Amen? So the gift is given food depending on the needs of the people. Like Abraham was a blessing. These men are going to be a blessing to the body. They provide a light in the times when the people need light. So when we learn the mystery that lies not only in the ministers but that the same mystery also lies in the individual. Because the blessings have been given to the body. Then there is a part where the ministers play, and there is a part where the individuals must play. And you say, oh God, be gracious to me, help me, that I may not become a burden to the body. Where I am not, there is something that the church is lacking. You just try to do your best and say, Lord, if this is my position, help me to be faithful. You don't have to be cold because that's not the way the body operates. The body just responds to need. If I hit myself somewhere, the hands are very quick. You don't have to beg them, please, hand. can you help the foot? They respond to the need. We are built in such a way that there is something that we have which others do not have. So, when we learn the mystery, that lies not only in the ministers, but in each other, the rapture will go. Amen? We are all special in the eyes of God. Amen. So let's go to 2 Corinthians 5.16 here. Wherefore henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. We are coming to a point now of identifying who we are. When God was making Adam, it was a portion of himself and housed it in a body. You see what I mean? So Paul is saying, Wherefore, henceforth know we know man after the flesh. Though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. So, the fatherhood is not the body. The fatherhood was what dwelt on the inside of that body. And the sonship is not this body. The sonship is what dwells on the inside of you. The brotherhood... Is not this. The brotherhood is the gene of life that we have been given from the Father. So God wants to take us farther than the Jordan River of water baptism. Amen. Beyond the mount of temptation where we overcome the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. He wants to take us to the mountain, um, by, I mean to the high mountain apart where John, Peter, and James get into this kind of divine fellowship. Yes. They realize that my, we have been having fellowship on the perimeters, looking at the body of the master, but yet that Christ was that seed on the inside where we are genes. of... Where we originate from, and he says, "Look here, now, no, we not one another after the flesh. Our fellowship is realizing who we are, and then when we can come together, gene by gene, gene by gene, together we make the body of Christ. Yes, That's the fellowship that God is looking for." In this natural fellowship here, there will be a fellowship of teachers in the church. And I'm sure it's there. There will be a fellowship of businessmen in the church. And I'm sure it's there. There will be a fellowship of farmers in the church. And I'm sure it's there. That's not the fellowship that God desires. He says, no, no, we know man after the flesh. We know one another by the seed gene. That's how we come from God. Praise the Lord. That's the kind of fellowship we need where we don't have fellowship with the theological Christ, but rather fellowship which, you know, that with, with the fourth message of life. I think you understand that. Brother Branham talks about the fourth message of life. Amen. You see, there is justification, sanctification, bosom of the Holy Ghost, but then there is the Holy Ghost himself that fourth message of life, that's where we originate from. And that's what we are akin to. That's where our fatherhood is. And when God, being your father, is not father to this, he's father to that on thy side. And that's what he has blessed. And that's the only one that can bless if you are not living according to the inside, you can never be able to be a blessing. You will always be a liability in the church because you don't understand who you are. You transgress your paths in the church. Oh, you are always the one going to the pastor's house, I mean, the office for counseling. God have mercy. Henceforth, know we know man. After the flesh. So, listen. (laughs) We worship the one who heard Paul and Silas singing in the night in prison and suddenly there was a great earthquake. Spirit. The same God has shared those attributes of who he is. To the bridey body. And our brotherhood. Is a bond. Of these genes. That's the brotherhood. The brotherhood is not this. The brotherhood. Is the gene seed itself. The DNA. Proves the brotherhood. This guy, the way he behaves, the